0: The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the Six Talk podcast network. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. This is the Anime Roundtable Canada, presented by Anime North on this Sunday evening, September 25th, 2022. You can contact us online on the web, animeroundtable.com, Twitter and Instagram at animeroundtable, and email animeroundtable at gmail.com. Well, we're all apart again. At least the, those of us that decide to show up this evening, or could show up more like it, that's being unfair to Amy. Good good correction there, Mike. Thank you. And it, it, it would be unfair to Amy.
1: N- nice there, Mike.
0: I'm trying here. I'm trying.
1: It's Sunday, man. It's Sunday. I get it.
0: Yeah, it's Sunday. And Monday is a regular work day for most of the world. Not me. I have a day off, so I'm enjoying it. Mike Nicholas at six points remotely. We're on the Zencast tonight. So Mama Chimarki, James Austin, Kevin Ng, they're at their respective homes online with me tonight.
2: Well, you don't know, Mike. I could be like streaming from the McDonald's on the Mickey D's Wi-Fi.
1: Yeah, man, I, I could be in the Bahamas right now. You don't know. And that too. Well, I,
0: I, you know what? I, I would think the microphones would pick up the ambience, though. That's true, that's true.
2: He's probably okay. in uh, Ian Fleming's old home at the uh, GoldenEye estate there, probably. Just enjoying let's,
0: life. Let's go British in a couple seconds here. It just dawned upon me, or more like after we taped two weeks ago, it dawned upon me that we had just taped the 70th regular episode of version two. So this is episode 71 we're taping. And I know Kevin likes to br- point out the little milestones that this show has had. We are about, I think we're still, still, still seven episodes away, but we're close to where version one ended all those years ago. So there's an inevitability that we'll get past. I think it was 78 episodes that we did of version one.
3: I'm still waiting for that secret episode, Mike. I forgot which one it is to be honest. It's been so long. It's the one where like Neil and Adam met for the last time to record.
4: Yeah, I
0: I have to look in the archives. With you and things just get lost in the shuffle over the years. I'm I'm being absolutely honest here. I'm not trying to hide it this time. Right? This time, are you uh, just hey, next disc- time i come yeah. over mike
3: i'll i'll look for if you let me go on your laptop i'll go oh, look for yeah it. <laughs> well
0: there, there's lots of things i want to hide on.
3: and you can and you can watch me so you, you can watch me do it so i don't accidentally find anything that you don't want me anything to cultured right yeah anyway
2: i thought he had tons of uh Those are all, river all, the,
3: all the culture stuff is like elsewhere they're probably not on the yeah. laptop um, i
1: mean more more hard copy than you know, soft copy <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Okay, so we joked last uh, episode two weeks ago about how I found out about the queen's death. It was Mo. It was Mo that basically texted everybody here in our in our group text and said you know it finally happened and i said what and then suddenly all these notifications started popping up and this was as i was get, uh, sitting down at the uh, summer showdown for the overwatch league at uh, at maple leaf gardens or mademire or whatever and that that's how i found out okay a couple weeks on you you like do you want to say anything about this one mo since
1: or is there anything to add to this exactly. i mean i think everything that had to be said about the situation has been said you know she uh she died. Her uh, her son is now king, and uh, I don't know. Life continues. <laughs>
0: yes, uh, yes. Ultimately, it does. Just as I said, I found out through you. Life
4: goes on. Like mm-hmm.
2: uh, it's yeah, like when, how right. I found out about uh, uh Abbey from you, uh, Mike. I
4: remember before the oh yeah when I um, a... yeah when. Supposedly, yeah, right. his
2: uh, funeral is coming up too. They
0: said the state funeral will be this week, and there's a little bit of hubbub over that in Japan. And it was announced actually today that our prime minister, Justin Trudeau will not, uh, was set to attend it, but, and there's your other joke, I think I'm uh, but he won't because he wants to oversee everything that's going on, on the East coast here in Canada, because of the damage left behind by hurricane Fiona yesterday. There, there There's a, that's There's fair. a state of emergency pretty much there. But, but is
1: it, like, what's he going to do? Is he going go yeah, he, he to go down there and, like, uh, Doug Ford it with a shovel or something? Like, uh, I mean, what's going to happen here? I
2: think he's just going to take some photos with the locals, uh, Mo. He's not as proactive That's as Doug. He's <laughs> pulling yeah, I mean, out people uh, from their uh, walkways or whatever. It's always a matter of optics, too, right?
0: Just, it's, it would look, like, if he went to do this, how bad would that look, regardless of what he can do right now?
2: True, true, true. So, But in essence, he's probably like at a command center helping get the federal coordination going and stuff like that. So there probably is, as we know, real work to be done and stuff like that. And he wants to be make
0: sure he's part of it too.
4: Yep.
2: And get the funds I'm rolling, modeling. right? To help all well, the and, different organizations get people back up uh, to yeah. snuff. Is they lost yeah, a lot of electricity and a lot of infrastructure.
0: Yeah. Home swept out to sea. That's some serious shit going on there. Okay. So two weeks ago, it was just three of us around the actual table. This week, four of us around the virtual table with Moa being the addition. Mo, you listen to episode 71. You have a thought? you want to share of anything that we mentioned
1: last time? Congratulations to Kevin for finally finishing Kenshin. That was pretty cool. For starters.
2: Well, he had you. to because we hear about another Kenshin uh, coming out next year. Hey, which hey, Jeff, right? you're,
1: uh, you're jumping the gun there, James.
0: <laughs> and James is good at that. He basically, the, basically, we can use this as a preview because we're going to go there of a bit later on.
3: Yeah, like, it was a long time coming. Uh, There are a number of manga series that I've left unfinished, despite being only a few volumes away from completion. So then the
2: question is, have you finished Bleach to get yourself going for that coming out this next season? Oh, wow.
3: I did finish reading Bleach because I was reading it as it was coming out in Japan towards the end of its run, because I did catch up with it through... The library when they were doing the four or five books a month release when they were catching up to japan and then i was reading it through the shonen jump app so i've read all of it i am looking forward to the discourse that will happen i am looking forward to seeing how frustrated fans will be with how the ending turns out unless kubo does decide to retcon the ending which we'll see. I'm not expecting him to, but this is his opportunity to do so. We can only oh, he's, wait and uh, see.
1: Taking notes from Game of Thrones and J.J.R. Martin, and has his his debacle over there, and uh, maybe try to you know help out and
3: make it a proper ending. He's not going to finish Game I of mean, Thrones. The guy, the man's going to die before I, he finishes I, it. I feel like he 100%. has it done.
1: He's just you know messing around with us. You know what? I think, really? I, I think the final version is in his will, and we only get to see when he dies. Well, I mean, this feels so berserk-like.
2: I, hate to, I hate to tell you, you know what it is, Mo. He probably talked to someone in a bar, gave them the full synopsis of what's going to happen, and that's the
4: guy who's going to finish it up. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah. I could see that.
0: I,
3: like That could uh, be a play out actually. It would be hilarious. See, see, at least with the Wheel of Time, the guy did finish the main story, and apparently he was in like a set of side stories when he died, if I'm not being misinformed on this. And then with Berserk, he told his buddy how it's going to end, apparently. Just, just the main story. So there's some solace in that. But with Game of Thrones, we, who knows? Well, yeah,
0: well, I mean, Martin would probably keep things to the chest right now. Anything else you want to, that caught your attention, Mo, from last episode?
1: Um, not really.
2: No, nothing else?
1: Nope.
2: Okay. Nothing about the highs and lows of trying to sell uh, manga, I guess, in the virtual world for I physical mean, goods. I, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, there, we, I mean, there are some further thoughts. I mean, Kevin in the last couple hours said he wants to watch a video by the Prom G. Okay, give me a thought. I mean, you talked at length about this one, whether privately or on the show. What?
3: So, I did watch the response video today. And how long has it been up? And well, it was up for a while. For a little while, it was already up when we recorded that episode. To be honest, okay. So my thoughts are that I think you know it yeah it doesn't look good that he sold it soon after he purchased it it's never a good look when someone does that but at the same time the the man doesn't care he knows that he was going to get some scrutiny by doing it and it's interesting because um like this is something he's been doing for a while. He has never made any secret of doing this, and also he has sold other things in the past, like vagabond singles and other sets for market price and so far as I'm aware, those communities never. Ragged on him when those happened. So the one example he gave was he sold a vagabond single for market price, and vagabond fans didn't complain to him. And I think that is because with with a lot of those uh, seinen series that are like hard to find nowadays. The fan base just knows, well, this is what it is, and they either buy it or they don't. Whereas with the shoujo Jose community, I do get the impression that community is tighter-knit, especially because there aren't as many Shoujo titles coming out nowadays. So there is more of that camaraderie of trying to complete these sets amongst the collective so to
0: speak so you have you you have conflicting priorities
3: here it's it, it that's what that's the impression i get right and the man needs to pay for school so you know what you know i think that he was lucky he f- he found Volumes 3 through 27 of Red River and most of Basara for 5 bucks US a pop at a half price books, he was just the lucky one. And the people who are ragging on him, there is probably some jealousy built into those and some frustration. And of course, it just doesn't look good from the outsider looking in. But. But ultimately, he found it. It's his property. He can do whatever he wants with it. The sad truth.
1: It, 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 honestly, it it does it does look bad, I guess. But then again, I mean, it's like his, it's his reputation, right? I mean, is he willing to basically let everyone know that he's only doing that? I mean, even then, it's like, is it all just for money, right? I and mean, whoever buys buys means the market.
3: Well, that's or the thing. True. He's made no secret of doing this right. in the past. And so how is this different from any of the other times he sold longer for the market price?
0: I think the only difference is the glare of the spotlight this time around. True,
4: true.
3: Yes. And we all know that saying of bad publicity is it's good not. publicity.
1: It's it's all publicity is good publicity. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, that's a thing. Uh
0: yeah, I, <laughs> that's a good way to put it actually.
3: So, you know, I and people were attacking him for it. So, and this is, you know, the whole gamut of insults from telling him to go kill himself, telling him to go fuck himself, like every like anything under the sun he's received at this point. So, he's used to it. So, he knew what he was getting into.
0: Well, oh. Yeah, but when you see, this is the thing about being fairly high profile of any sort within your fandom, right? Like you're going to be scrutinized regardless. Probably even worse if you're. It, well, in in many cases, it could get worse depending on the on the culture, and the and you know, like whatever whatever else you do, right? This, we're talking just yeah. we're talking just a just a manga group. We're just talking manga collections. Try being a streamer. Try being high profile in video game, in the video game industry because that's that's well documented.
3: Because I think that if he didn't sell it so quickly after purchasing it, well, the then it wouldn't have looked as bad, well, then, so to speak, or or it wouldn't look well. Bad. I, I think that if he
0: if he chose to wait. Said spotlight wouldn't have been as strong. I agree. And I mean, that's as I said, that's a part of it. But and 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 I'm ultimately I'm trying to be fair to both sides on this one. What's the priority yes. in in this? Right. His priority was the- to profit, just to make a couple extra dollars. <laughs>
3: yes, because he has bills to play pay. He has horses he has to pay because he's in. College, if I'm not mistaken, understandable. I would say he has a thicker skin, oh, no, and and the more, all the more power that, to him. Like truly, because some. if that was me, I would not tell people. No, uh, that and that goes for something. Like I would not tell people that I am going to sell this thing right after I bought it. Like I'm not the type who would. Post my hauls on Reddit and then sell them immediately after because it just doesn't look good. So,
1: so what you're saying is you're better than him.
3: No, I'm not, I'm not sure not. if it's a changing culture just because just I'm not sure. I'm not saying that. See, whenever I do the occasional haul post on Reddit, I only post the stuff that I've genuinely purchased for my own collection. I never post my my purchase that I meant.
2: Hey, keep business
1: and pleasure separate. I get it. I get it.
2: James? I was just thinking that it's different now, right? Especially with social media and all that now, because people are quote unquote posting their hauls or what they got or all this other nonsense. And I'm thinking back to you and me, Mike, and we just got the manga, we got the anime and stuff like that from Comic Dead and other things in the aughts. And we just wanted to enjoy it, you know what I mean? And sometimes we enjoyed it with Mm -hmm. friends and all this other things. We never said, hey, we got this we got this because we loved it wanted to get some money to official releases and wanted to enjoy it ourselves and maybe even enjoy it with friends because sometimes we'd be in the living room the basement wherever and we would sit around and we'd watch these things on dvd or maybe trade them you know i mean for the manga to read and stuff like that because we can't afford it all right
4: and so we
2: never broadcast hey this is our hall or whatever we just Talk with people well, we, and enjoyed our fandom, right? It's kind of we doing this. Like we cool. were, I, I,
0: we were of a different breed, though. I think James and, and we were in. Uh, we were buying at a point when you know col- when we had when the collecting had re- yet to reach a point
3: of increased appreciation.
1: Yeah, you, you guys are from a better time
3: because there just wasn't as much product back then. The internet was in its infancy. In comparison, yes. Social media didn't exist. Yeah. Pretty much. I guess
2: you could say for myself. I, I guess I would be considered a fool and an idiot because I still enjoy the stuff I have in the vault and I'm still gonna leave it there. And yeah, I probably could have sold stuff at a higher price at certain points and stuff like that, but still I have a love for it and still wanna keep it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll sell yeah. one day, but the likelihood is not one hundred percent for me.
0: That's not a wrong answer either and and you know and you know Kevin and James and Mo you know i sit somewhere in between that uh, those mentalities right I, I i mean i i've very much leaned on what james just said but i but there's a certain pragmatism that leads me to do the odd time at the nomanoiichi also and then i have to air out my therapy here right after doing it right <laughs> so
3: you did pretty okay, man. Uh,
0: yeah. there's a certain, and there, there's a certain bittersweet feeling after doing it each time, like the two times I've done it.
3: That was me earlier on when I've done Nomenoji. Mm-hmm. It did hurt to let go of some things. I remember selling my monster singles for basically full retail, because that was when the Omnibus had been announced. Kind of sort of regret it. Mm-hmm. If only because I actually have never repurchased monster. Oh, I was going <laughs> to say, you
2: at least got the Omnibus, right? Well,
3: I mean... I just never got around to it. And now, like, they're always kind of, like, in a, in stock, out of stock. Like, it's not out of print, but, but they comes, just do go out of stock. I'm and yeah, for that one, I know. And for me, it's just a case of not giving myself
0: time to think about it. So... Monster was an
2: interesting one, though, too,
4: because I think
0: the only thing that all, and I've said, I've told you this numerous times, Kevin. The only moment I've had where I've come even close to having that feeling is Chobits when I sold it, probably undercutting it all those years ago, right? The manga or the anime? The, the DVD anime. I sold that for really cheap. Oh, and you can at, still read. What well, came on a Blu-ray. You can yeah, start, I,
2: buy it from Funny and stuff like that. I believe uh, Yeah, yeah. And,
0: and, and in Blu-ray.
2: And the manga so, is uh, back in print from Kodansha. Oh, long
0: back in print. I never sold the manga. I, I still have the, the Tokyo Pop versions.
2: Okay. It was um, actually, I, like uh, I was going to say about Monster, I kept the original 18-volume uh, run, still have it to read at my perusal, but never got the omnibus. I just decided, yeah, I'm fine with what I had. And it's funny because you could sell that monster single set and you can buy two
3: sets of the Omnibus release so wait, at this how point. Is... That's how much the singles have so how appreciated. that
2: more than the other? It's just, it feels, I know the one had a few color pages, but overall it's basically the same content in my mind, just different formats. Because you have people
3: that do have the preference for the singles just because it is a smaller book that you can hold in your hands a little easier. Interesting. This is the same case with Battle Angel Alita as well. Uh, This is also the same case with some of the Tokyo pop single versions that have since been re-released by Kodansha, like Love Hina, like Chobits, like Tokyo Babylon, even though both releases of that are out of print right now.
4: yeah, I don't
2: know. In my mind, I thought the value depreciated with that and that it was just a fun thing for me to have to go back to and read because I do enjoy that story. It used to be. So Love
3: Hina singles were like a dime a dozen. Could have had those cheap for easily like two to five bucks a piece. Now you're basically having to pay full retail for the Tokyo pop sets now in the secondhand market. Because w- the Omnibus release is starting to go out of print as well. Like the Volume 1 Omnibus is out of print. So basically, right now. full circle. And. And plus, those Love Hina Omnibus volumes are kind of thick. And some people just like that. So they are a little easy to crease if you're not yeah. careful. Because I have, I have the Omnibus release. Because I sold my singles a long time ago. Because I do think the translation is a little better in the Omnibus. Or at the very least, it's it looks like a cleaner... Release with the typesetting, I should say, because I i don't truly know how good the translation is, let's I, be honest. That's I would say that there.
2: the translation and the fact that they probably actually have the um, sound effects translated probably gives it a plus over the Tokyo Pop release. Because remember, their 100% authentic manga sometimes didn't have those uh, stuff translated, <laughs> you know what I mean? The sound effects in that, which is now standard.
3: <laughs> okay. But uh going back to the whole red river thing it's you know it's a shame well I shouldn't say it's a shame it's just unfortunate that that this is just an example of one side clashing with the other in terms of like a fan base versus an individual and actually prom g brought up a good point and he said that there the blame should be placed on the publishers too for not re-releasing it when there's perceived demand. But then, as we all know, there is an inherent risk in reprinting this. Like you don't know if there will be enough people buying a reprint because you're gonna have they're gonna have to reprint 19 or 20 volumes of and this they series. They might not
2: have the rights anymore.
3: And that's that's the thing. We don't know if they still have the print rights. They have the digital rights. Maybe they have to do the print rights. In theory, it probably wouldn't be as bad, but we don't truly know. Well, that, that that's a nice like. This is a good segue
2: because. And I think just to end it off on is, well, we could talk a- about limited run type runs, but I don't think that'll ever happen. I think the one they did for Aria through Write Stuff. Was a one off to be honest. If anyone ever looks at that, well, it's more as well as the other Tokyo Pop
3: reprints through Right Stuff, like NHK, like uh Cowboy Bebop that did get reprinted mm-hmm. through the, the reprint program at Right Stuff. I believe NG Life did as well. There were a few others,
0: yeah. Well,
3: it's just but yeah, those are they're, they're yeah. rare. I mean, you know, uh one person
0: I've heard from, I heard from squirrely this week or, or one of our long time listeners. And they just acknowledged the printing issues because they were in that. boat before they were in that industry, cost of printing, totally mm. feel and understand the cost from the production side. That's what they said. So that, so the, you know, this, that, as much as we'd like to say, as much as fans would like to say, this is the side you have
2: to realize. And it's not just the books, it's packaging, it's cards, everything, mm-hmm. it's all going against each other, right? So it's yes. not a simple uh, solution. Mm. Oh yeah, and then well, and now
0: we, we start to venture just a little bit away, because you know what else can we really add to this topic? But uh, Squirrely did add one other thing, and just to lighten it up a little bit... They would make the argument that the best anime or Japanese guests that Fan Expo ever got would have been in 2010. We I, remember we we said maybe peak uh, Japanese guest was in in 2005 when, when Angela showed up among others, or and um, and Naito. What
2: was 2010?
3: was that Amano Amano
0: and Migumi Okata. Ogata. Yep. Yeah, Yoshitaka Amano and and Migumi Okata.
3: I thought they that literally popped in my mind in the last fifteen seconds. Like, oh yeah, Yoshitaka Amano did come, on. Right? I think was he was
2: more. I think he was more promoted, probably on the gaming side. I would guess right for his Final Fantasy and things I like think more so. than likely, more than likely. So that like
0: they would make that would be Squirrely's uh, argument for best Japanese guests to come to Fan Expo, and that's a good argument. That's a, that that we can have that conversation. So,
4: and maybe it's all downhill from here. I guess when it comes to those type of things at Fan Expo. Okay, well, we there's other stuff we can follow up with li- a bit later on. I was going to say one
2: thing though, Mike. We should bring Mo back in, but Mo was saying there was nothing at Tiff this year, huh?
1: I mean, there was stuff. I just personally hadn't you know, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't know, it's, I don't know. (laughs) And then the other funny
2: thing was, you said you saw one movie for that $3 uh, Saturday, remember, where it's $3 Uh, in movie, just
1: before Labor Day? I saw that Idris Elba Jaws lion movie he did, where, you know, he plays the lion.
2: Was that the one that went against um, the Dragon Ball Z movie and lost? Oh yeah, it
1: did lose. That was hilarious. <laughs> so
2: that makes us think so if they came to and said "Ibris, we could uh, you could either do James Bond or you could do Goku. Which one should he pick?
1: I mean, if he's smart, he goes do- Goku, right? I mean, that, that's a uh, To be the, the box office smash. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. But that movie was well, Has anyone seen the-, the new Dragon Ball movie? I don't know. No, I haven't. So has was it- the theater packed on that day? Then? I
0: regrettably have not oh, seen that's it. so good. Yeah, you, well, you're, you're you're thinking a lot of things
3: are good out there right now. We'll, we'll go into recommendations and streaming stuff a bit later. I was just not in the mood to watch anime movies because Inuo was in theaters and I didn't feel compelled to watch it for whatever reason. You know, you know if you don't
1: watch it, they're not going to make any more of it, right?
0: That's part of, part of the catch.
3: Yeah, It's fine. It's going to be a
4: one-off. It's it's more art
3: it's Goku,
2: it's
4: fine. Oh, yeah. Right. yeah, and you have to need continue my on, mind, I need. I think.
2: doesn't
3: need Wait, my I money. I think it does, yo.
2: <laughs> so the question is
3: Does. Yeah, technically, he would mind my money, but I digress.
2: Does Evangelion, the last film of the Rebuild series, does it get your money in December? Because that's when they're gonna. Did they confirm screening Yeah, here? they said uh, North America, US, Canada. Because remember, it's G Kids, so they've been doing it simultaneously, so it should be sometime in December, I believe.
3: Yeah, I figured they would play it here. Yeah, I'll go for I that. I guess I should too. watch the other
0: two myself. Well, three. three yes. As I said, long
3: I need to finish the TV series, to be Wait, honest. What? You I
1: haven't have seen the Ava TV series?
3: I only watched the first five of episodes. The 90s TV show. Yes. And I've watched the movie Quadrilogy, I guess is what we call that now, but... I've watched the first three of the four. Obviously, haven't watched the fourth oh, one it's yet. It's
1: been like out for a while.
4: Yes, yes, I know. it
3: has. It just fell through the wayside for me because it never aired in Canada. It's been and... On Netflix for a while. Yeah, but you know where Kevin's sitting. You know me in yeah. Netflix. Yeah, they have I an understanding. It. I
1: get it. You, you, you guys come to terms. I get it. It's all cool.
3: No, I have to be sat down and and be forced it because I just can't make time for it otherwise oh that way okay
4: like,
3: if you tell me kevin we're gonna spend the next three weeks watching evangelion like i'll do it because I, I admit because that what happens is it's an event it's a way for me to socialize as well so then i will do that but if you tell me, Kevin, go watch on your own, I probably I won't honestly, make That's <laughs> like me right now, actually.
1: I, I honestly <laughs> thought it was because you're anti-streaming stands, but, you know, that's a whole other thing.
3: No, I'm not anti-streaming. Anti- it's just, I don't make the time for it. Because I still have to play and finish Shin Megami Tensei V, which means I probably won't play Pokemon Sword and Shield at this point, because now the new games are coming out soon. And then, like, I try to read manga... Yeah, it, it, which I still do. There's, yeah, there's only so much
0: in twenty four seven, right? There's only so much time in twenty four seven.
3: I tried to go through all those
0: RPGs. It takes a long time, that. and the, and I'm 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 not saying that yeah. I, out of sarcasm, Kevin. I'm not saying that out of sarcasm I because I fully see where you're going with that.
2: If only because I can relate. Actually, there was an right. irony when you said Shin Megami Tensei Five, Kevin, and that is. This weekend, I had bought Soul Hackers two for PS five last month and end of August at full price bucks. Yeah, the discount I mean, happened. The already. discount happened this weekend on all the sites, so it must have bombed hard. And I'm going to no the thing. Oh, sorry, you finish. You no, finish I was going to say it must have bombed hard to go down to fifty four nine nine on most sites, forty four ninety nine on PMP, and PMP was later because they have a thirty day guarantee for. Buyers before that, you know what I mean. Where, but PMP is also the international version, isn't it? What?
3: Which I know it works on any console. No, no, no. But PMP
2: is the uh, game site in Winnipeg that sells games in that. Oh, okay. House. I'm thinking of another site
3: then. In that case,
2: but uh, that one, but, it's interesting. Like, and that's the launch edition with the cards and that. So I'm okay with what I got. I'm okay with what I've played and seen so far. It's very samey going through all the dungeons and stuff like that. But for some people, after Persona 5 and things like that, or even Shin Megami Tensei uh, 5, right? It, uh, the splash and all the difference and everything they put into them, it makes it feel lukewarm or undercooked, which is uh, sad and stuff like that, but that's how it goes. Because
3: here's the thing with that price drop. It's a temporary price drop, of course, but this has become a pattern for the new SMT games. I saw that with the remaster. It happened with the Nocturne. It happened with SMT3 Nocturne, the re-release. It happened with SMT5 as well. But then they did go back up to full price, and it took quite a while for them to have the permanent price drop. But the thing is, is that... I'm now conditioned to wait for a price drop for those games. I
2: bet you the one it won't happen on is the re-release of Persona Royal on Xbox, PS5 and Switch because I bet you that's their cash cow. I get I, as one friend joked you you said that's what's carrying Sega now is Persona, which is a like, hilarious to think.
3: He means not Sanic.
2: <laughs> not Sanic. Oh
3: man. Not Yakuza. Or you're no, not to anymore, that's why you like, that? like a and, yeah. Oh. yeah. Well,
0: I mean I've yet to start I've yet to start Kiwami 2 myself. Still.
2: So James, uh, did you play the first SMT Soul Hockey? Yes, I did. And I played it on the 3DS. I got the physical edition, I played through it, and it was great going through that. Because remember, that was Sega Saturn and PlayStation originally. Never came over to North America or translated into English. So it was great to actually Mm -hmm. get it on the 3DS. The great thing about that is, remember, we had the second screen, so we could go through the map. But remember, it's a very different game. They're two separate games in their own separate universes between Soul Hackers 1 Soul Hackers 2. Soul Hackers 1 is also more traditional, and it's dungeon crawling where it's first person and stuff like that
4: the the soul oh. hackers
2: 2 is more third person and more towards the persona so you can meet up and get close with your allies like at this bar and stuff like that in town. Yeah, I was wondering what the difference was between the first one and 2
3: Soul Hackers and interestingly enough they don't put the SMT in the yeah. title. It's just Soul Hackers 2 which I thought was interesting. Yeah,
2: like it uh, SMT was in the original SMT, yes, is not in the Soul Hackers 2 one. And I'm not sure if there is a tie to the digital uh, Devil Saga, that part of SMT, I believe. But because I was mulling
3: over if I should buy
2: it or not. All of them were um, on sale for ridiculous prices, but uh, you probably missed the boat on that one because what they're doing now is they've started to reprint for certain websites, like uh, Video Games Plus has done some reprints. And yep. supposedly, it's like you said with the manga side, they're gone in a minute. And I'm like, where the heck were these guys like 10 years ago?
3: Oh, we had that conversation. Yeah, well, they're, they're probably scalpers, to be honest, but it's, you know, I, I kind of skipped over Soul Hackers and the other one i think strange journey was the other one i just skipped over them because i really didn't know if i could commit the time to it because i was playing smt4 at the time yeah Uh, i just played that on a whim and i do feel like five is pretty different from four in that it's not as brutally hard no
2: i knew they were not gonna make it as brutally hard
3: Because, like, on a normal mode setting, because normal mode on SMT4 is quite hard in the beginning. And I think that was on purpose, because
2: given the audience and things like that, they probably are like, okay, we want to make it challenging, but we don't want to go full on, because that's probably what the core would probably argue against, but the core place, you can't go beyond that if you don't, like, add something more. And I think it was for the betterment to make uh, the difficulty a little less, but not Two out there, but that was always a core yes. feature of SMT for the core franchise. But all those games for 3DS DS still have them physically. The crazy thing: I bought those 3DS uh, redos for all of them. They added like, what, a yeah. lot of content for every yeah, game they re-released mm-hmm. on 3DS, which is ridiculous. And let's hurry up. Last thought, okay? Yeah, because
3: it's, it's interesting because. Uh, With SMT5, yeah, it's not as hard, but you will still have moments where you'll just, like, f- suddenly find yourself, like, in a bad situation, and yes, you could very well just die. That is, like, that's the hard aspect of SMT5. But of course, I always grind, I so as, that's like,
2: why sometimes for me, yeah. it's a little better, because I always like to grind through, and I know some people do not like that. Okay. I'm not
3: a grinder usually, but yeah, I I did have to learn to grind with SMT4. Five, I feel like the side missions are enough at the moment, but I am at the end game, so
2: we'll see how it goes. Last thought, Mike. Uh, The $3 movie thing. So I wonder how many people like if they filled the theater. So is it, do you think, going to be like the Harvey's Burger Day where we're never going to see this again? $3 for a movie, Mo?
1: I think it's going to happen at least one more time next year. And then after that, I don't know, man. Who knows? Well, oh, we, or could they we, we, do it during
2: Anime North and somehow we just oh, no, no, get no, another no, uh, promotion? No, I don't have to worry about, I, I don't worry
3: about that. No, but then they won't have they won't get to see Anime Hell and Gay Sex 101 and go to the right. not worried about that. Because the cinemas aren't that close. Especially when you look at the Anime North compound.
0: Okay. Let's let uh, let's switch gears a little bit because a lot has happened in the fandom this week is over it, the last couple of days. Really,
2: is it about our favorite uh, whipping boy, uh, Sony Crunchyroll Funimation, or whatever they call themselves now?
0: It's what keeps us going, James. It's what keeps us going. Okay, Kyle McCarley, Ooh. who wants to start with this one? I, I mean, I've I, I've read a bit, a little bit about this, but.
1: I mean, you know, like I don't know where to start. Hands up to him for like standing up for his principles and stuff, right?
0: Yeah. Okay, James. James, do you want to give a quick overview?
2: So it's in regards to um, Mob Psycho 100, and so this is the third season that's going to premiere this fall season. They've had two seasons before uh, a while ago. That uh, and I think it was actually during the first. Crunchyroll Funimation partnership. So I think both of them were still involved, but somehow Bang Zoom was the one that did the dub, I believe, for those first two seasons. And it was a union dub. And Carl uh, McCarley was uh, the main uh, protagonist in that uh, dub, I believe. Um, oh, man. I forget the fellow's name now, but it's going to be off my. Um Brain. Oh, it was uh, Shijio uh, Mob uh, Kagayama, So that's the main character, and that's who uh, Kyle played. But is in regards to the English dub, to be uh, precise. And so I think we've talked about Crunchyroll, Funimation, whatever you want to call it about uh, the last few months, about how, as the pandemic has worn on, they finally said, you know what? We want to do most of our dubs, English dubs and that. Through our compound in Dallas that that was the whole crux of a lot of them buying this that Funimation had this dubbing process that they had built up over the years that they could do low cost and a certain amount of quality and get the product out the door to the fans right and obviously uh, the merger with uh, cruncher own Funimation and stuff like that i think sony they're like you know what we have this there we want to use it and during the pandemic they did remote recordings but as we said they've moved more towards in-house and we've seen that the last few seasons that it's really moving forward with doing the dubbing in-house in dallas with very few remote recordings unless maybe people reprising roles and things like that and this one is important too for mob cycle 100 as we said is the first two seasons originally were done in LA and Bang Zoom. And usually they have went back to the original cast or original dubbing studio for some Crunchyroll stuff because Crunchyroll originally, remember, since they were California based, did contracts to Studio Opolis and Bang Zoom. But this time, this is like one of the first ones I've seen where it looks like they're gonna go in house. And it looks like because as we know with Texas and Funimation, They do not do union dubs for their Dallas in-house studios. They may do it if they're doing something with another dude dubbing studio outside for a pre-existing anime like Helsing Ultimate or Bayonetta. But in this case, it looks like they've brought it back to Texas, to Dallas. And as Carl uh, McCarley said, going back to him, He had been reached out to by uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation, whatever you want to call him, at around, I guess, uh, September 8th or so, so early September, to try and see if he wanted to come back as the main character and stuff like that. And he is a part of uh, SAG-AFTRA, the uh, acting union. And he said, okay, but I want to come back on these terms. Like, he wanted to say, not just me... At a certain rate, that but he wanted all the other actors, you know what I mean, to maybe be covered by uh, the union and all this other stuff, and obviously they didn't want to uh, play ball with that. And Kyle, through his YouTube video and through his tweets, basically had a lot to uh, say on that. That they had a back and forth. He emailed actually their CEO, their production guy, like everyone, and then they got back to him and said, you know what, we don't want to move forward with you and. As he said before, maybe not the first time they've done this to them because before the Crunchyroll Funimation merger, when it was just Funimation, he had been in a bit of an anime called Scarlet Nexus. And I'm not sure if he was in the game for Bandai Namco for that one too, but at some point he got let go and replaced on that one too because he refused to work uh, non-union on that. And some of that I know is that he's on a steering committee for uh, dubbing at seg actor and i can understand his principles and stuff like that that he's like hey i'm on the steering committee i'm promoting these things it's like i at least like everyone to get a fair shake and stuff like that and some of it as he said is the coverage for health the retirement savings and stuff like that and then working conditions where he talks about and especially in these type of in anime for mob cycle and other ones there's a lot of vocal um Tension because you're doing a lot of screaming. And when we hear that in anime, that's we don't know how many takes they had to do to get that scream or to get that vocal high note done. And so obviously, if they're trying to run through it non-union, they might go it more extreme than say in a unionized uh, environment. So that that's interesting to say the least. The last part, I guess we can say, is Crunchyroll did give a statement actually to Kotaku which other uh, outlets report, including Anime News Network, about their side of it, right, for letting Kyle not be uh, coming back for Mob Psycho 100, and this is what they said. Basically Crunchyroll said, Crunchyroll is excited to bring fans worldwide the dub for the third season of Mob Psycho 103 as a simul dub, the same day and date as the Japanese broadcast will be producing the English dub at our Dallas production studios and to accomplish this seamless per- our production and casting guidelines, we will need to recast some roles. We're excited for fans to enjoy the new voice talent and greatly thank the departing cast for their contribution uh, to previous seasons. In other words... Some other uh, guys may not come back, but the key thing that I wonder too is, remember I said early September is when they mm -hmm. made him an offer. That seems too late to me because if they're going to do day and date for dub and sub, like you have to get that going early, don't you?
1: I mean, I'm I'm assuming, but I mean, it kind of seems like they had a decision in mind ahead of time. I mean, they might have. This this might be a railroading type situation. I mean, a preemptive yeah. strike to to nuke a union of some kind. I mean,
2: it does feel like they had their mind made up, and they talk about their own guidelines and stuff like that. So it's kind of you're going up against a brick wall, right?
3: Do do you think there'll be any yeah. You would imagine that the first few episodes would have been done by that point.
4: Yeah. Usually that's... they'll
3: have like some of the episodes done, but then they start falling behind and then you get the the stereotypical crunch of oh crap, we got to submit this to the studio now or else we won't even air, which happens towards the the latter half of an anime's run.
2: Yeah, because they still got to get approvals and stuff like that for the dubs and all those things from the Japanese. So, I don't really, like, this is a lot to
1: digest. Do you think there'll be any any repercussions whatsoever? Any blowback at all for this?
2: For who? For Crunchyroll. Well, we hear some people you talk about know. cancelling their subs or still not supporting, but I still think it's a drop in the bucket. They know they still have obviously the stranglehold and they still got those streaming like eyeballs and those subscribers, right? Because those are still big numbers. I don't think it'll, I mean, we,
0: uh, that, that sort of comes back to our, you know, our discussion a couple minutes ago about the Param G. Do they care? That's true. I mean, look, the law. All right. I'm going to cite two, uh, two tweets that, that just got my attention as we were doing this. And the first one was was from Justin Sivekis himself. So, let me get this straight. A major movie-slash-TV studio buys the largest anime distributor and within a few months does common-sense business cost-cutting without regard for the shows, fans, or talent. And everybody is
4: now enraged? Okay. The other line, uh, there's another one from Mike
0: Toole, and I, I, and we'll, and I want to go, maybe we'll uh, go a little bit down this path a bit later, but Mike Toole also added, or said before that, Let me also state, for the record, that while I love cons and their sense of community, I hate that extremely popular, talented actors have to lean on them so fucking hard for their daily bread. It shouldn't be hard, that hard, plain and simple. And that's a, a reference to uh, probably just pay, obviously.
2: And we've seen that too, right? The con culture and the circuit. And we've seen it in other parts of the entertainment industry too, right? It's like they're not charging for photos and all these other things because they're greedy. They need it as a part of their income. Like this
4: is one of those. Okay, so cue the fan outrage and you know how i
3: oh, dare hate you the concept of i cancel my subscription right now you
0: and know how did. i hate yeah, well some did and that's fine but didn't but we you know how we've had these conversations
2: and we well, also I... talked about it months ago as i said before jujutsu kaisen uh, 0 the movie people talked about it then and stuff like that with What they got at box office versus what the actors actually got paid on a flat rate, which was next to nothing. It's
0: one of those. Okay, this is a. uh, I hate when people try and have their cake and eat it too. You want to cue your outrage? That's fine and all, but no, I don't want to have to pay for it or pay a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a lose lose situation there, guys.
4: (laughs) But not to watch it somewhere else.
0: That's another. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, you know, you know where we're going there. It, it, it's it, it's a it, it's my it's a pirate's life for me sometimes, right?
2: And then maybe those other actors that are working just as hard—it's like, are we going to have enough money for them for the next show?
4: Yeah, like it's a vicious it, cycle, isn't it? No, it is, and it'll,
2: it'll
0: you know, this is never ending.
2: And as we talked about, multi-billion-dollar corporation with Sony, but obviously they have many divisions, and they expect them to operate independently and hit certain guidelines. So it's not like they can take money from the video game side and say, "Oh, we'll just give some money over here to the Crunchyroll side." You know what I mean? It doesn't always. I'm about to. I'm glad you said all this because
0: now I'm about to draw some sports parallels, right? When like. When you say Kyle McCarley, to some degree, I think Marcus Simeon, the former, the former infielder for the Toronto Blue Jays, who signed a, 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 be, a better deal with the Texas Rangers over the offseason, no matter how much he said he liked being in Toronto, but he's a union rep as well. So he has to maybe by principle go for the best offer he can possibly get.
2: But they started that when he signed, remember, for the Blue Jays because it was like, yeah. okay, I'm going to sign one this one-year one year deal, deal and I'm going to work my tail off to get the best deal next year. You know what I mean? And, and it worked out yes. for him. It doesn't always. And it, out, it doesn't always,
0: but I mean, that's, that's the parallel. And the other parallel par- thing you had me thinking, since you just brought it up with Sony, Rogers, is sort of the same thing when we say the Toronto Blue Jays.
4: You know, taking from Peter uh, to give to Paul. Doesn't, it, it usually doesn't work that way it's it's cuz i'm his
1: sure his there's well oh, sorry no i was just saying it's it's robbing peter to pay paul yes okay that's the phrase thank you and, i, know, I was, you know and i was thinking,
2: thinking it's like as oh, we were thinking right like i'm on rogers and then and i'm sure there's some consumers they're like what am i paying for to get this bleep in service when you're sending all this money to the Blue Jays and stuff like that, or to the Maple Leafs or the Raptors or whatever. Right. But it's not always the case and stuff like that because they're all, their separate entities, right. To a
4: degree. But let's save a word for the, for the actors too. Yeah. They could use a little more.
0: They haven't said they haven't, uh, you know, they, they deserve their, they deserve a little bit of income
2: and i think we have to look at it too mike on another angle too we're talking of course about the english uh, dub actors i'm sure even in japan they have some moments where they have to do other jobs or other parts of the industry just to make a living and stuff like that isn't just voice acting that carries them maybe they're doing singing maybe they're doing handshake events whatever but that's about a big thing but even the other languages, because remember, Crunchyroll has gone into other languages, whether it's French, German, Spanish, you name it, right? It's like, i my gut's telling me they're getting a lower pay than the English ones, too, so hopefully Rising Tides raises all boats, right? But I'm not sure that would happen either.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, cue the outrage again. It's, look, look, uh. I think I'm one of the when when we talked about the the purchase last year.
1: It's been that long,
0: year and a half ago. When when when, the, when was the uh, purchase announced? I, I'm trying to remember. I think
1: now. it was 86 years ago. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Sounds like that. Yeah, it, it does feel that way at times, right?
4: Like, yeah, I, I want to be optimistic about it. I still stand by it. I mean, I still stand by my subscription, too. I'm not going to be one of those that will. Don't at me. And, you know, but it has more to do,
0: and any form of cancellation has more to do with just, okay, do I
4: have time to make it worth my while? Right? So...
0: How do you fight? I I guess consumers can fight with this with their with their dollars.
4: But it's just not like how this, this just doesn't sound like it's a vacuum either. And it's been, how, this happens all the time. Sorry, James. I was
2: saying it's been going on forever, even since the start of dubbing to a degree, because remember I, I, my I, 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 when we were place. in the early aughts and the late nineties a lot of the stuff from Viz and even Funimation when they started Dragon Ball uh, itself, Dragon Ball Z and that, a lot of them came to Canada, came to Ocean Studios and stuff like that. And they did stuff in Vancouver. They did stuff in Calgary. And a lot of that was because our dollar was next to nothing and they could get the best deal. So a lot of the times it's looking for the best deal. And they could even do it on a union contract because our dollar was so terrible. But obviously once it rose and stuff like that, The industry changed as it went along. They did go to things in California, but a lot of them settled in Texas where they could get a better deal, and they developed their talent there, especially on the Funimation side, whether we like it or not.
4: Yeah. I mean, Canada
2: used to be a thing in this industry.
4: And we know uh, New York State,
2: remember? They used to do dubbing in New York and stuff like that. Not as much anymore. No.
0: But is it so much a union thing or just I guess, maybe to some degree.
4: I think yeah, a it, lot of them
2: have always been counting their pennies unless it's a show right. that they know is a surefire hit and they know they'll get their return. Well, okay. Well, so let's say uh, well, oh, it, go it, ahead.
1: it's like you always say, Mike. That that's that famous saying of yours.
0: Yeah, I know, I know. We won't From there from, from your uh, friends.
1: Yeah, just just as a uh, for Kevin's sake.
0: I won't say it yet. Because that's a constant theme whenever we
3: do this show, right? Let's not make this a thing, please, more than it already is. Well, anyway. I know you couldn't hold yourself that last time, Mike. You, and, and, it's, and there's still
0: a little bit of this episode to go. But we, okay, here's another. Let me go for another another um, angle on this. And this, this probably comes down to some of the source of the outrage. For fans, because we've seen it cut, cut cut another way too for another person who probably shouldn't be mentioned at the moment by name, at least the tying of you know certain actors to the characters they play. I I I was exposed to this Facebook thread a couple days ago, and yes, I'm old enough, so I say Facebook instead of Twitter or Instagram or TikTok. Someone just said. Identify an actor with their role they
4: played, and you can't think of anybody else who should play them. I.E. Mark Hamill will always be Luke
0: Skywalker. Tom Selleck will always be Magnum P.I.
1: Keanu Reeves will always be Neo.
0: Or Keanu Reeves will always be John Wick. Exactly. Right? Or, um, give me another one. Give me a bunch, right? Uh... Carrie Fisher will always be Princess Leia. Veronica Taylor will always be Ash Ketchum. There you go. And now we start to get to that point, right? To me, at least. No, even no. though the new voice actress is pretty and good, And this too. is where we're starting to go.
4: Like, this is, I guess, part of the outrage when it comes to Kyle McCarley. Maybe. I mean,
0: even this even goes sometimes in Japanese voices, too. I think there was a... I think there were. How much disappointment was there when... Fruits Basket came out again, and Yui Hordier wasn't
2: there to play Toru again. But they had recast all that cast, and I think a okay. lot of the other animes that they're redoing coming up have basically followed the same, and the same thing. And we've and seen that with Yuritsa, Yatsura, and some of the others. Mm-hmm. And,
3: and we will see this with we'll
2: Kenshin. We'll see that with
0: Kenshin, which we'll get, uh, we'll get to
3: Lum we'll uh, and Kenshin a bit later. Yeah, it's interesting that this is happening now because... Usually, that would only happen when the preceding uh, say you was either dead or much too old. Well, maybe the well. You, the thing is, maybe that's the case.
0: Seemingly, that could be the case in some uh, with some of these roles. It's been twenty years, been thirty years, been
2: forty years. Well, I think but they said bleach is one of those ones where they're bringing back. It sounds like everyone, and they said it's putting pressure on other productions because they're having to get them to go to different recordings, so that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Yeah, but this,
0: but, but this, this speaks to the idea of emotionally attaching yourself, a character, to the actor that plays them. For better or worse. Right? I mean, how much was, um, was Kyle McCarley liked in Mob Cycle as Mob? I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll give it a watch sometime.
4: It sounds like it was popular enough
2: on the thing. Like it, it's a, a, one of the ones this season that everyone's looking forward to. So I'm guessing that some people of this generation probably attach to some of the English voice actors in that. And it's a lot different than it was obviously in our day, Mike, because I think we are having less of those sub and dub debates and people can appreciate the different language versions we have. And so it's hopefully it does get better. And we've seen it on some ends. We can talk about Netflix, Netflix, uh, a year or how many years ago made the deal with SAG AFTRA to uh, basically unionize all their dubs for anime and stuff like that. And obviously they could do that because it was just one company. It wasn't a division of a company, I think. And I think that's how some of that happened on that end. And at least that see, was put on that end for those actors in California to get those uh, things going. Yeah, see, well,
0: there, there, there you go with Netflix then, if you, for all of its issues. So, what's your priority,
4: consumers? Right? If you believe in this, then why do you renew your subscription? Steve Blum will always be Spike Spiegel. How am I
1: doing? How am I doing here? Who,
4: who, 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 will, always, who will always
1: be uh, Eric Elric from, uh, from The Olympics? Yes, I know. I know.
3: But yeah. The, Vic Mangina. Thank you
0: very much. So there you go. There's part of this. And, and it's always like. How much did we talk about the whole union thing back back when it uh, broke a few months ago? I don't know. If, I don't think we devoted that much time. Did we? Like this is, I, think that, I think we've devoted more uh, on this specific story than we did any time we talked about it.
2: Because I think we yeah. talked about pay scales and things like that and how it's like the industry has grown. But some people, obviously, as we know, are kind of left behind to a degree, right? And how we do you st- make that equation equal again is unionization for some people a part of the equation and for a lot of people that's a part of the equation which
4: do we hold the,
0: yeah
2: do we hold some patience
0: for it because in many respects the this part of the industry this anime dubbing industry like and voiceovers this uh, this section of the of the industry is relatively young Can can we say it's young for starters?
2: I would say it is young because remember it was an afterthought for this union for SAG Astra and stuff like that. When they were doing contract negotiations, all the other ones were more important than the dubbing part and stuff like that. And dubbing happens not just in anime and animation, but also in normal shows and regular movies, commercials and all that stuff. And they always got the raw deal, so to speak. But now, obviously, they've taken another look at it. And they're making a bigger push, I think, in a lot of these union parts. And I think they've put some more steering committees and had people that are actually in the dubbing industry in there so that they can have a better grasp of what's going on stuff like that. Like Kyle, who is on one of those steering committees. Looks like spam. (laughs) Um, How much money uh, did they want from you, Mike? No, you, you, yeah,
4: well, you
0: I'm sure I'll see the, I'll, I'm sure I'll get the vo- I'll check the voicemail you, you, a bit later. You could have
2: won a cruise, man. Come on. Anyway, um
0: Like this is like could, could could is this the is this the fault of the union for supposedly laying the genie out of the lamp or is this just the way time has gone? I mean, I... I think because the way you put it, James, it's more the latter.
4: Mhm.
2: And unfortunately, they're going to have to play catch up, and the other problem is uh, remember, Funimation and now obviously ADV uh, is in Houston, or as we know them now, Sentai. A lot of stuff is being done through Texas, and they didn't just set themselves up in Texas for no reason, so to speak, as we know. They probably did it for uh, certain tax breaks and maybe other certain breaks as well. Uh, many people talk about it being a right to work state and stuff like that, and some of that's in there too, but some of us. Only understand that so much right especially us up here in canada
4: because i don't think we really
2: have that in any province or any territory to be honest
4: no and this is like so this is
0: part of the things that have to be figured out so we're like my my take as we finish talking about this is well
2: we're simplifying it it's not that simple And I feel like it's almost remember we were talking years ago, Mike, I think, you know, all those different actors and actresses like from all those early, early television shows. Like we think about Adam West and all those other ones, because remember, some of them got to come back and earn their money and stuff like that. But a lot of them didn't. They went to the con circuit, had to uh, basically take pictures and things like that. It almost feels like this. For a lot of the uh, English and maybe other language voice actors and stuff like that, we're at this early stage and we gotta have a way forward so that we figure out how are they gonna get their residuals or things like that, because that didn't happen until for television for a long time, remember?
0: That's a fairly and now that you bring it up, that's a fairly recent development in comparison. And and if you're to believe and if you're to subscribe to the thought that I just gave you. That that the that this whole that this part of the industry is in its infancy. You can at least project where we're gonna uh, where it should go, but you probably also could take a guess on the timeline to a degree.
2: And it's going to be a lot of uh, push and pull, right? So, yeah, we'll see how it goes, right? And and it'll involve and, everyone, I'm sure. And a, and a yes or no,
0: just to end off this uh, this thought. Can we apply a lot of what we just talked about to video game voiceovers?
2: I think video game voiceovers, they're ahead, basically, of where we are in anime. Because anime is probably, like, they are looked down upon, as they said. They are the cheapest rates. They are not, like, a lot of them, they start off and then they say, nuts to this. I'm going into video games and stuff like that. And we have seen that with certain voice actors that started off in anime and now are the big dogs in uh, video game uh, voiceover, so to speak. I don't think well, we and, need to name any names to know who they are.
0: And, and on top of that, 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 that kind of like comes back to one of the last parts of the, of pure invention that Matt Alt said, people are leaving the anime and manga industry. Cause they're just for something like the video game industry. Cause there's just more in it.
2: And it's not just money. It's, work-life balance and so many other things right they're just not running into the ground and we keep on hearing about how they're going more and more uh, shows as we've talked about with these production committees and stuff like that and that's where it seems like the money is going and then not mm-hmm. enough is going to those other lower end uh, rungs so to speak and that's why the animations do is they want to be on those production committees so they can get some of that money back and We've heard it with uh, Uncle from Another World. I believe it was a Netflix uh, show, anime that I know um, Amy was talking about, like uh, looking forward to watching. And it's only gotten up to I think seven or eight episodes because maybe it was COVID. But there's the other thing that an animation uh, director for I think the tenth episode said they just had no one available for that episode to make it, so they there was no way they could get that stuff on time so basically they've had to push it back to fall to re-air i guess the first seven episodes and then hope they finish the rest in the latter part of the fall season but that's going to cost the production committee because guess what they have to pay for all those time slots in that Mm -hmm. and all the delays and just just as a an end to this as well
0: just remember this is not necessarily an american thing James kind of hinted it as well. There's a version of this going on in Japan as well. Actors and then actors having to do other hustles, singing, handshake, handshake. uh,
2: Photo books. We've heard it all before. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And and then you have the actual art, actual, you know, creators, give or take at the poverty line. So this isn't necessarily a, a uniquely American thing. It's just that, well, here's the specifics.
2: And we always talked. Remember before Mike, uh, the original sin uh, with uh, Tezuka, right? And that right. Japanese mentality: I mean, I, I, if one of us can do it, then we should all be doing it. And that really shouldn't be the standard. You know what I mean?
4: Someone has yeah, to. Yeah, well,
2: do it.
0: But, they, but they set, the, but the Godfather or the father set the set the standard, and it's been more or less adhered to.
2: And it's crazy in both anime and manga, probably right mm-hmm so there's
0: like this is just another tweak in that and
2: you know you this isn't
0: this will always be going so you know we'll uh ta- we'll return to that at some point not to say i know uh we know anymore
2: but we'll probably hear uh, more of that as we hear other returning shows and stuff like that. It'll be interesting to see, did they get back the cast and record in California, or do they go back to Dallas? So this will be an interesting to see as it goes along and along.
0: Well, on that note of returning stuff, let's, let's, let's move on to talk about some headlines in brief. Uh, the Bullets presented in point form, but uh, could become essays couple of interesting announcements from other streamers this week and production houses on the topic of sony anaplex fest to has happened in the last 48 hours i guess
2: yeah it was anaplex uh, fest and they had an english and japanese stream and i think they did it last year too but they, they did they it did again answer. uh this year and they had been promoting it obviously and obviously there was there was quite a few uh things that came out of it but i think There was some more key things for us that came out. And interesting enough, it was on the Shonen Jump side for both of them. One was Yuritse Yatsura basically has been picked up by Sentai and is going to stream on High Dive. And that one is interesting in that obviously Crunchyroll and Funimation do not have unlimited uh, amounts of money where they can throw money at all the production committees and get all the anime, so to speak because it's not unlimited so obviously they had to pick and choose and i think the shonen jump ones they went with are oh continuing.
0: is it to say it's your shonen jump it's not
2: uh it's still it in the is, same but... it's still in the same ballpark i think it was uh isn't it show, is this it isn't Shueisha it show... or sugaku so it's still in the yeah, family so to speak
0: well yeah it's a it's another it's another you know branch of the uh, of family but not really it's something else that's not really shown in jump as far All as right. i remember yeah you're right it wasn't shown in so, jump but, but, but you know, you know what i mean
2: it's, it's interesting it's a classic uh series, well, yes. and it's a high profile series now well some, i mean this is
0: at this stage yes
2: and some people that, could that, say okay maybe it's for only those older fans but it sounds like they've had some buzz because obviously the original creator And people have been starting to read some of her other works and stuff like that, right? And people who watched Inuyasha and other shows have come of age, right? So maybe they may want to uh, check it out. But in regards to Crunchyroll, it's like they've got these other bigger things that they want to invest in. And some of it was uh, My Hero Academia, Spy Family coming back. But I guess supposedly everyone's saying the biggest heavy hitter, and it is actually a Shonen Jump. Property I believe was Chainsaw Man. Supposedly everyone's saying it's the biggest hype before a release of an anime, probably ever, and they probably put all their money just into that because they think that's where they're going to get their return. Okay, so let's
0: like we we've re- they've let's just uh, backtrack for a couple seconds, at least with who's with getting what. So High Dive is going to get Uta Yatsura, which is a bit I, I know that catches caught a lot of people off guard,
2: and I, I think- figured... I guess it's interesting because I know for that they got another one of uh, Takahashi's uh, shows. Remember, they got uh, renamed many years ago, and they did it just sub-only release, releasing it physically and streaming on High Dive still. This one, I think they'll they'll dub it because obviously I guess the money from AMC helped them get this because I think for shugaku Khan and Fuji TV because it's a noitamina show, they uh, had the money uh, to make it happen. And they got well, the previous uh, Noitamina show in, um, oh, I forget. I uh, have to look it up, but there was the previous Noitamina show they had gotten. Give me a thought.
4: Maybe should got too. Okay.
2: But give me a thought. I, I, I don't know if, where
0: I got the suggestion from. How much of this call, as in to give it to High Dive, as opposed to Crunchyroll in North America. How much of that call belonged to Sony or Anaplex? Could, it be, could that call have been to any of the other partners with that, with,
2: uh, with that series? I feel more of it went to, because Noitomina is a Fuji TV block and stuff like that. And we remember Noitomina, they had an agreement with Amazon, remember, for exclusive streaming for a period and stuff like that. So I feel like some of it still might rest with Fuji TV because of that. And a lot of them, they've always come from the Fuji side, I believe. But the other one, I'm looking for it now if I can find it. Uh, you guys can talk while I find the... Uh,
0: <laughs> well, what else do you want? What else do you, do you guys have a thought? Uh, Mo, Kevin, uh, any reaction to this? I mean, since we're talking about streaming services again. Do either of you have a, a thought to share? Or do you want me to share my tools thought right now?
2: I just found it, though, Mike. It was Call of the Night is the last Noitomina show and uh, Sentai uh, High Dive licensed
4: in And that was Khan, So I guess there could have been an inside track there. Okay. Let me just uh, read this. In, um,
0: Mike Toole, in reaction to the Uduseyatsura pickup, tweeted out, Incredibly funny to me that Anaplex announces at their big online event that this high-profile anniversary show is going to their big competitor in North America. High-dives
4: cheap, folks. Might not be a bad time to try it. Not bad. That's one way to put it. But they definitely have a lot of shows, right? So, I guess they can't uh, put them
2: all on their platform and stuff like that. And sometimes, as we know with Viz and a few of these other ones, yeah, yeah the corporate yeah, well, overlord yeah, sure. still wants some money from their subsidiary, right? So, I wonder if that plays oh, into
0: maybe or maybe that's part that that could play into. it. There's only so much they can put on their space. So let's let's lease it, out, lease out,
2: and, lease out to others, and they'll still get some return on it, right? And maybe they thought they'd get higher return this way, as we know. No, I'm not going
0: to say it, Kevin. Don't worry. Okay. Well, do,
2: well, Mo, Kevin, do you have a quick reaction to this one?
0: Or do we go uh, down the down the list of other titles mentioned?
2: Are we going to go to the next Noitomina show? Because it sounds like 2023 is going to be Yurtse Yatsura. And then that other... Uh, favorite author we love to talk about I here
0: i know i know the kenshin trailer for the new anime was also previewed of and that's obvious of great interest to this show to myself personally don't deny i don't deny that and i guess
2: we can properly say yes that is shonen jump so yes uh
0: <laughs> without a doubt Give me one second here
2: and it sounds like that one is going to be like bleach and a lot of these other heavy hitters that shonen jump is going all in and they have a lot of shows, revivals and new, just pushing through this year and into next year and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Naitomina well. seems to like they used to do experimental, a lot of different experimental anime and things you wouldn't normally see. But this past year, it looks like they are going all in on some of these classics because next year is going to be Yurtsa and Kenshin, if it looks like, and it'll be interesting to see who gets Kenshin. As we had talked about off-hand. Well, and that
0: that becomes the debate because obviously we know where some of it's going to, the debate will, uh, will come to. And because of that, because of Watsuki, people will start the part of that debate is whether or not it should
3: be picked up.
2: I think compared to the manga, which never got brought back, I would say the anime is still going to be picked up because I think we saw the live actions got picked up by Netflix, right? And that was after the controversy and all that stuff. And we had talked about it, I believe. So I think it'll be. picked up.
3: I thought it was already. Oh, sorry. Uh, I thought it was already confirmed that Aniplex of America has it.
0: Well, yeah, they. Okay. Well, if it's and if
3: they're promoting it on their on face
0: on their Facebook page, at the very least, probably their Twitter handles, too. They know they figure they're they're gonna do something with it
3: well they they are the best choice to handle it because they don't give a fuck what other anime fans think anyway well they can take the abuse, they're just gonna ignore it well just as we mentioned they, they always, always do. just as we mentioned earlier,
2: and we know they have all the fate uh, universe in lock. I saw there was another fate announcement there for a spinoff,
3: yes, so. They really are the best choice in this case because I really don't see any other uh, North American licensor uh, being interested without having some apprehension given the history with Watts well, and can Given it's also pretty much in-house.
2: And I wonder though... And because as
3: I, the I, go. And well, the, uh, the manga is not going to be republished at this point. I don't think Viz will reprint it. They've made their stance clear by canceling the Kyoto arc. And while they didn't halt sales of the Kenshin Omnibus release at the time, they, they seem like they will be just letting that go into obscurity. They don't see them reprinting it. Okay.
2: Yeah. No, and remember, Kevin, it wasn't Kyoto arc. That's the favorite it's arc. But remember, right to... it was Hokkaido arc, Hokkaido arc. They went to Hokkaido. Hokkaido, Hokkaido arc. Anyway, but I wonder, because it's Noitomina, it, so it could in the main maybe series. still go to Sentai, maybe because it sounds like they've had good relations with Fuji.
4: But, yeah, and the, I, I guess, guess that's said that's Anaplex is
2: still in the game, so as you said, it could still be Anaplex. Of America, but my gut tells me it'll come out from someone and who knows if it's antiplex, you for a lot of series they've been doing recently, not all of them get physical release, so I bet they just leave it up as streaming and that's all they do. And and
0: and, and that and the million dollar question, at least here, is who gets it?
4: Well, if it's antiplex, then it goes crunchy roll, of course. You think you think just a thought. Just a thought. But uh, as we now know, this could go a couple different ways,
0: so we'll see. And and worth noting, High Dive in its previous incarnations had its had its uh, had a little kenchin themselves too. And they had the
2: last uh, anime OVA that was a redo of the Kyoto Walk.
0: So there's there, as you hinted, there's the, there's some history there. Okay. Uh, how much time do we have? Do you want to go talk a little Netflix uh, for a few minutes here? Or do you still want to cons- uh, go back on um, on Anaplex? Uh,
2: the- I think most of the big Anaplex stuff uh, we've covered and stuff like that. And we talked about the next season. Like It definitely seems like the next few seasons, they are piling up on the big heavy hitters. They've looked at Shonen Jump and all these other ones. And even Anaplex, the only other one I saw was, I saw they're going to continue on with Rascal Does Not Dream. They're going to adapt the eighth and ninth uh, novels. So obviously people are still enjoying that novel series. And I know Yen Press has been releasing it.
4: Mm -hmm. Do we
0: save a word for Netflix? Because this was uh, just within the last couple or last day.
2: Yeah, there was only so much, but yeah, I saw they talked about, Japanese live action and a part of that was the Alice in Borderland uh, season 2 uh, premiering and I know they talked about anime 2 I think Way the House Husband is getting a second season January 2023 they talked about Junji Ito uh, Maniac Japanese Tales of the Macabre is coming out in January around January 19th they said hopefully it's better than the last Junji Ito uh, anime series but uh, we'll see and then I know they talked about many other things. They talked about something from Wit Studio. They talked about Seven Diddly Sins. They talked about Aggretsuko. And they talked about uh, some different things, like supposedly Capcom's still working with them, and they're going to do an Onimusha-type anime CG thing, similar to what they did with Resident Evil, I believe. So there's a lot going yeah. on there.
0: And right now they have probably the single most talked about thing uh, anime currently on uh, any streaming service cyberpunk right
2: i guess that is an interesting study into itself because the game itself from cd red and stuff like that originally they pushed to get that out right and it flopped so hard because it was beyond broken and they spent the last couple of years just building it and building it and updating it and updating it and supposedly they have found a fan base and they have found sales which is interesting considering how far they flopped on their face and that it's come to where they were able to make this collaboration with trigger one of the uh, premier anime studios that a lot of people are i guess you could say fan beloved right And obviously some fans love cd red and they probably love trigger so to bring those two together uh, they've Brought something special it sounds like To the table from a lot of people And our good friend Hideo uh, Hedi- Kojima Has talked about it too as well About how oh, yeah, he loves yeah, yeah, it Cyberpunk And the joke about that one is He looked at Cyberpunk Edge Runners And he put an allusion to It's this generation It's like his generation's Oedo uh, Anime Remember Oedo uh Came out again from uh, Disco Tech. And so he had a follow-up tweet. And Justin Savakis made reference to this. He got the regular Blu-ray edition. He didn't get the remastered Steelbook, which everyone's like, oh no, oh no. So everyone's like trying to say, someone needs to hook him up, I think, is what Twitter was telling him.
0: Uh, Well, I'm sure
2: he'll get that. But it definitely had a nineties feel. it sounds like those nineties o v a feels like the cyberpunk the violence. I'm sure Mo could speak more to it because I think
4: he yeah, has you, you a better watched,
0: look at it you've watched it, you've watched it right mo and you're 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 like let's let's talk about a few things we're watching before we go tonight. Mo,
1: you watched that, and I know you thought well of it, yeah, it was pretty good, man uh the I mean I'm I've always been a sub person, I guess, but as time progresses, I'm dabbling more and more into the dub area. And I gotta say, man, the dub for this is pretty good. I mean, it's 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 it brings a new level to the to the show, uh, specifically to the main character and the the, cl- the class system and so forth. But uh, but yeah, it was really really cool, man. Really cool. Very violent. Very like 90s uh, cyberpunk esque. You know, just was really good, man.
4: <laughs> I guess that I mean
2: comes together, right? When you have that collaboration of Netflix of Trigger and of uh, CD Red, that they were all working on this collaboratively together to bring that a bone. And I think we've seen that before with Western properties, right? When we talked about um, the Star Wars Visions. And then, way, way before that, when we look at uh, the Animatrix and that Batman uh, Animatrix type uh, anthology as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I, I mean, obviously, that's an easy recommendation. Uh, I'll give uh, just a, to look ahead for any listeners, both of you out there. Studio Trigger is going to be profiled on NHK World in a couple weeks, so we'll I'll put it. If I remember, I'll try and put up a trailer. I've yet to I've yet to put uh, update the links for the past two episodes too. By the way, Kevin. So, just uh, worth noting in the very near future. Okay, I know you want to say something uh, to rag on me for just for what I just said, Kevin.
3: Yeah, not okay, really. Cool. <laughs> uh, it's just that I think in terms of the whole overall situation with everything, kind of sad. In regards to Mob Psycho, am I surprised? You're no. Going back to that, yeah, as we because it's Crunchyroll, well, it's they're they're the they're the big boss yeah, now. You know, and... the, why why do they do it? Because they can. Is that the... and yeah? Sony never did seem very union friendly to me anyway, so not surprised at all. Well, no more than any other big corporation, I think. It's just like, come on, like, why let the trickle down economics happen, Sony? Like, why you got to be so greedy? Because they can. Because they can. Can can consumers speak? Well, I'm not. It's really sad. Maybe others could. Like, when I hear about how some of those Jujutsu Kaisen Zero voice actors only got paid like 150 to 300 bucks to do their lines for the whole movie with no residuals. What the fuck? It was a fair statement,
2: and we had talked about boring. that before, right? And so- that's-,
3: that's why. That's why, like Troy Baker, basically only does video, and games that's right what now. I was
2: referencing. Is like you know his name, Troy Baker. He started out at Funimation stuff like that, and then moved over to California, just like a few others, and he found uh, the he right. And help- he's become like the Nolan North. Basically, you video hope, games are the next hope. Nolan North, right? Because-
0: you would hope there would be a brain drain of some sort within that industry, but there's always somebody else willing to, you know, step in until there's not, and then there's a change. Until, and you, 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 you hope,
3: but you
0: don't.
3: He was able from Trinity Blood. That's how I'll always remember. <laughs> yes. I do remember that, yeah. The Trinity Blood of all shows. Anyway, um, i Actually- Although I hear Troy Baker has his own um, little controversies here and there, but I guess we won't really get into that. Yeah. Not, not, not right. Unexpected, no, no.
2: unfortunately. Funny enough yeah. on Mob uh, Psycho 100, is Dark Horse saying, even yeah. <laughs> still uh, publishing it, Kevin? Because I'm wondering, in my head
4: now, thinking about it. Do what? you think Dark Horse is still publishing Mob Psycho 100? Yeah,
3: because it actually sells well for wow. them.
2: It's like um, you never know, right? It's like I, I never know.
3: It actually sells well. That's why it's still coming out. They would have cancelled that shit at Volume 3 if it wasn't doing well.
0: Okay, and that's where we stand. Oh, uh, one last thing, and just a, another, just to switch topics for the last time. I think the last time. I did mention last episode, the Disney Plus Day. One month for uh, two bucks. So What so is guess, on
2: Disney Plus, Mike? We we wanted. Nothing anything. I was
0: looking for. Nothing that I was looking for. There's there's plenty. So of we stuff had,
2: we that. had talked about those Japanese uh, live action. One of them was the deal they made with Nippon TV, right? And you found out mm-hmm. something surprising, I guess, or unsurprising. Maybe
0: I guess, not surprising. You if you, you, you want to look, if uh, anyone else was in the know. Yeah, I, I because I I took out the two bucks, two do- two of my hard earned dollars to. Hopefully, maybe get some time to watch the the live-action Kandachi that had recently come out over the summer, but it's not there. Apparently, it's uh, not in this region, this region being Canada, of course.
3: It's just, which
0: is a a bummer. I mean, okay, fine, regions, get it. But, you know, it's just that I, I try and look up information as to see when this deal was made, and this deal was announced back in March, right? And it was mentioned, and you know a bunch of outlets had it, and anime news network mentioned it, and it was mentioned worldwide distribution. It's just looking up any further information as to where it would where the um nippon t v properties would end up. It never mentioned anything specifically about you
4: know where it would be and more importantly where it wouldn't be, at least in my case so
0: you know that, that that's what added to the whole confusion. And by all accounts, yeah, it's out. It's not as if it isn't out. So yeah, it, it, I fi- I found that a bit of a disappointment. But hey, it was only two dollars. I'd need to add a few more cents to be able to get a coffee.
2: I guess Mo said you still have uh, She Hulk, right? Yeah, She Hulk's there. You know what? You know what isn't there though?
1: Spider Man. No, um, No Way Home. Yeah, the Spider Man stuff on Disney Plus is kind of hit or miss. Uh,
4: yeah, because Sony,
2: all... I guess, is kind of involved in that too, right? To a degree, Probably,
0: yes. But you know, y- your mileage does vary on the on the stuff you are looking for. But th- that doesn't mean I don't regret doing this because maybe at least I learned a little bit, and I learned maybe if I am to spend any extra streaming dollars, where not to spend it when the time comes, and I may end up on high. it may actually end up on high dive. Strange enough. Cons- uh, it, depending on what happens in the next next couple months, it, can, it could end up on Amazon too. Maybe there's some stuff on the uh, some anime stuff that's still there that's nowhere else. I wouldn't mind rewatching a Great Passage. To be quite honest with
2: you, there's still, uh, I think, some of the uh, stuff really from Noitomina, as we said, Banana and, Fish, and, 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 uh, and of course, and Wada Koi, and-, <laughs> and of and of course.
0: And of course, the EVA rebuild movies. Right? So, you know, competitions, the competition is there, I guess. And interesting. You you have your big guy. You just have your big guy in in Crunchyroll. Yes, but you,
2: you know, options are there. But you can still get your uh, Japanese live action uh, fixed from uh, Netflix because it sounds like a lot of the ones we have talked about from netflix a lot of the time and maybe even some of the ones they announced would still be worldwide and you still have been able to watch them uh, here in canada from what i see mm-hmm. i mean i'm still looking forward to um
0: kyo in kyoto michael sanchi no makinai san and yeah and i'll try and catch up on uh, on kaguya sama and maybe by the time we uh, tape again i'll have watched at least another episode and i do intend to give cyberpunk a look
1: at least the first opening scene. I feel like if, if, if you...
0: Yeah, I, I, there's so much to catch up on. Life, life sucks sometimes, Mo. <laughs> it, it, it sucks when it's busy. It sucks when you're, do, when you're not... You know, you're out of... Uh, your pandemic um, locked in too. You, so sometimes you really do can't win.
4: Or it depends on what your, um, what your definition of winning is. Anyway, but,
0: uh, you know what, uh, you know what, it was good to do, uh, episode 71. We're getting toward we're getting to the official end point of where version one ended and, you know, we're, we're, we're going to go beyond it. So can't wait to get past that and just see where we're going to continue to go. Or is there anything else we want to mention before we go this week or we'll say, or.
2: If Kevin we'll have try- uh, anything else he was reading or watching? Yes, Mo.
4: Hmm. A- anything else?
1: Anything cultured, Kevin?
3: Yes, or, or- cultured and uncultured. Okay,
0: cool. One, th- one thing. Uh, one thing that you're willing to man- admit uh, to, to own up
3: to this week.
1: I mean, I, I think it should be a regular thing, Kevin's Culture Corner.
3: Yeah, sure. So I have been reading. I have been reading some more BL lately, and I'm starting to find I do have a preference when it comes to authors and scenarios. And I will say right now, anything by Koyoneda is gold. So she does nights. She does Twittering birds. Can't fly. I might be mispronouncing that. You watch
2: the films of that one. Because I think Sentai and high dive, uh, put those out at the, uh, the twitter i haven't yeah no. the twittering birds don't fly and I stuff haven't. like that so that is down in anime form for that i can't remember how many films they've done so far maybe one or two
3: oh interesting uh what else have i enjoyed so far uh, no touching at all by Koyone, also very good uh this one's kind of trash... Well, not kind of. It is trashy, but Scandalous satrio University was a lot of fun, despite how icky it was. Because the, the uh, student council president is a huge jackass, and usually he gets back at his adversaries by raping them. Eep. But, you know, he becomes a better person when the main character... uh. Falls in love with him, and he fall and the and all that, so he gets tamed, so to speak, well, he's just not as bad, so Deep. like it uh, is it's quite the hilarious title, but yeah, it, it does have that squick factor yeah
0: it, do, it does have that yeah squirm factor, and when uh one more know, or we're gonna or uh we'll you, or we'll just save that for next time. <laughs>
3: There's a couple others that I have enjoyed, but I just don't remember their names at the moment, which is kind of bad. It's okay, it's late. I have the (laughs) the Corn Mouth Dreams of Cheese is next on my to-read list in terms of BL, uh, among a couple others. Um, In terms of heterocultured material, uh, still slowly going through World's End Harem, I'm actually starting to read through it a little more seriously because I was skipping chapters because I was only reading one specific character stories. Okay. Because it does go through the perspectives of another male who was, spoiler alert, in cryo sleep because he was one of the five men who woke up from the virus. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he's one of the secondary characters, but basically with this guy, uh, Shota is your typical nerdy looking guy who got bullied a lot before he found out he had the whatever sclerosis and he got put into sleep. He wakes up thinking he is the only man because his handler, uh, white lies him into com- saying so and then they put him in a school where he's the only man so of course the ultimate wish fulfillment scenario happens where he uh, meets with his teacher for the first time who was the only person who gave him any emotional support so guess what yes of course they have sex eventually and then so as if that wasn't squicky enough, then you also have you also have all these other women, well, they're girls, they're high school girls that did decide to enroll in this school because they apparently genuinely had interest in him. And this is despite the whole backdrop of if you do get pregnant with one of these men, you're basically set for life you will be taken care of by the state or by the government. And basically you have these different tropes of high school girls who fall in love with the main character, or this main character, I should say. He is technically a supporting cast member, but he will gain prominence as the series goes on. And... They all eventually bang him, except for the lolly. Because of course we can't have the lollies involved. Thank God. There's a lot of internal facepalming going on here. <laughs> you know. And yeah, this, this series is trash. But it's like a it's like one of those serious like twenty car train wrecks where you really just can't look I was away. About to say NASCAR, but okay.
2: <laughs> Remember, Ghost Ship is
4: what Ghost Ship is. You know.
3: Exactly, and it it is. It is wish male wish fulfillment, the anime, or the manga. Wow. Stereotypical male wish fulfillment, I should say. A, because, of course, not I, every guy would think this.
0: I'll bring it along next time, and then let me just... I just want to thumb through it. Just, just to look at... Just to get an idea.
4: But I feel like most of those and They do tastefully,
3: they tastefully censor a lot of stuff, too, too, actually. By. Yeah.
2: Anyway... Thinking most of Go ship gets a lot of that Shugaku Khan and Shueisha stuff that they never this never wants to even touch as we say. Well,
3: it. it's it's that's
0: that's the way our me- the the that's the way our fandom and our mediums go. It's it's across the board.
2: Interesting on the yaoi part, uh, Kevin. Is that more digital or physical? The stuff you read. Okay, physical. so they're still getting some out. I guess it's just a matter of where you have to find it, depending on the publisher, because some of them are smaller. Oh right? no,
3: BL's, BL's not hard to find, assuming it's in print.
2: Well, I okay. was thinking of the right stuff and things like that, right? Where uh, they took off all the adult content and things like that. On the topic of another
0: world that, uh, that Sony rules in the fandom. So...
3: Yeah, BL's readily available in Indigo. So it's really not that hard to find. Mm, Yeah. Assuming it's, you know, not chronically out of stock, like some of the Sublime titles right now, or something that's or the stuff
2: on the Hetero side from Faku, which is under Dempa,
4: which is always fun to see. That's (laughs) Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> all you need to know. But anyway,
2: I, I can give you something more family-friendly, uh, Mike, as I told you about it. But I've been one, working, one, more, one more working my way through Splatoon Three. Got the single player and all that stuff done. Was playing through the Splatfest, but all I can say is that game is still a phenomenon in Japan because they talked about the first three days of sales in Japan for Splatoon Three, and it is probably now the it is officially now the most popular series in terms of sales for the first three days of a franchise in Japanese uh, video game history. So, first uh, three days for Splatoon 3 sold 3.45 million copies for both physical and digital. And that's kind of oh. nuts on a few levels. The last one actually was the Animal Crossing Switch game, which kind of took everyone. Uh, By storm because of the pandemic, and that was the last one. And before that, it was all RPGs like Pokemon Black and White and some Final Fantasy titles and uh, Dragon Quest and things like that. But it definitely, they've talked about the popularity and that idea that some Japanese have said is the fun to time ratio, as they said, and the fact that it's easier to understand compared to other games like maybe Fortnite with the build system in there or even apex legends and stuff like that like they get it they say hey i like the movement i know what how to refill i'm going into the ink as a squid and then i know i'm just inking turf for turf war or i'm getting the rainmaker i'm taking from a to b or i'm on tower control i have to get on the tower and make it go along its way and things like that but and obviously other things like the idols the music and things like that and they've definitely went we remember how we said how they try to hit all the areas, right? Whether it's video games, manga, anime, and things like that. They've merged it out, and they also have the manga still going. I think this is publishing that translates, so that's uh, mm-hmm. something to behold, to say the least, even though some people are like, it's just the same game as the last game. But we could say that about <laughs> all the EA sports games, or we could say about that about all the Call of Duty games that come out every single year compared to this game which there was a 5 year uh, in between uh, interval of yeah
0: well I, and remember and I and I'm still talking like a dragon i am just hoping before the next episode and that could be a lot uh, whether it's 1 or 2 weeks away or 3 that i have at least one new thing watched or played even just a little bit that I can uh, I can say I have done. Oh, I
3: forgot to mention. Uh, me. So in terms of normal air quotes normal stuff, I did read Gate Seven. Oh, there you go. And it's just kind of sad how it feels as if Clamp can't finish a series to save their life. <laughs> because wow. Yeah, Gate 7's Gate 7's pretty entertaining. Especially because having played so much like Dynasty Warriors and Samurai Warriors and all that stuff. Well, in this case, it's more like the Shinsengumi and like, you know, old Japan like feud, the feuding warring states of Japan era, so it's more like Samurai Warriors when it comes to the Koei Tecmo games. But you know, I was like, yeah, I know these characters, so it's kind of cool to like envision them in the clamp lens and the the action scenes are pretty cool cuz clamp does draw some good action scenes when they want to do that but yeah it's in hiatus land because they're doing clear card right now mm. and at least they're trying to stick to one thing now at least which is good yeah but i'm just like man like Come on clamp like when are you gonna continue this like when they feel like
0: I, it they, I think they're they're one of those who probably are can chart their own course I
3: think they're on their own schedule it's right? be told I really didn't feel like we needed more card capture Sakura, as much as I do like card capture Sakura, but I I'd just rather than just I mean, finish some, I mean, isn't something. It in a way its
2: own universe because you have XX Holic Subasa and card captors kind of in their own universe in a way. Or am I reading that wrong? Well
3: Well, huge spoiler alert for Subasa. Oh wait. Okay, cool. Subasa is technically part of the card captor Sakura universe. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Not gonna elaborate on that. And I'll, then, I'll, I'll
0: I'll go into the I'll go into uh, into the vault sometime. Yeah.
3: Well, and then uh with Holleck, Holik is pretty good. Ending, you know, depends on who you talk to in terms of whether or not people like the ending. Because truth be told, I only treat Hollick Ray like bonus material because that's also on hiatus right now. Okay. And then they, you know, resumed legal drug is drug and drop, and that's on hiatus now. And finally. And What's X? I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. That's never coming back. What <laughs> do you think? Mo? It's not. Prove me wrong, Clamp. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! last thought. Um,
4: you have a last
3: No, thought? I think, you know,
1: Clamp's doing that stuff with Netflix, right? So they seem a little preoccupied at the moment.
3: Wait, they're have doing what? What's the Grimms, Netflix?
1: Fairy Tales with Netflix. I think uh, mm-hmm. Studio
3: Wits doing it with them. Oh, really? Oh, they're doing character designs or something? Uh, story, story work, I think. Interesting. So it's kind of like Kogius. Well, Kogius was mostly character designs. And I
2: think there was the one anime they were getting off the ground. Remember that tracing scandal kind of got them uh, kibosh to a degree? I forget which one that was. Was that Tokyo Babylon or it was Tokyo, Tokyo Babylon? Babylon? Yeah, I thought so. It was Tokyo was Babylon. Tokyo Babylon. Oh.
3: Which is a shame because that's one of their better manga. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Because you know, clamp's pretty hit and miss, to be honest. Thank uh, the, uh, thats a fair statement, I guess. All
4: right.
0: Anyway, there's there's what's uh, there's our, our plates, uh, full ones that is. And uh, I know, Amy just texted. <laughs> Continuous podcast. Yeah, Amy just texted as we were just uh, about to complete. But that's what was on our radar for the for the week. So that's all we have i think that's all we have for tonight anyway so once again if you want to contact us anime roundtable at gmail.com at anime roundtable anime roundtable.com we'll uh, continue this conversation for sure next time maybe and, and maybe we can continue that conversation also on twitch twitch.tv slash anime roundtable you know so i'm starting to laugh as i say that and uh youtube um maybe we'll add a few items there uh As for the podcast side, please leave us a review if you can. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. Because, you know, we're hoping for reviews. And even more so, good reviews. So uh, the algorithm can show show some love. What type of
3: reviews, Kevin? Good ones. Well, any really, but preferably good ones. How many stars? Like 4 or 5 star ones. Or email us. Yeah, we'd like to know your That's always nice oh,
0: yeah,
2: too. it always is. Not all the kids texted. Yes. Or sent us a TikTok.
3: Wait, so we haven't received a new email since this has been rebooted to my recollection, right? Oh, you mean for the show? Maybe yeah. too. Okay, let me look uh, look at the archive, okay? Oh my god, you haven't even checked.
0: No, no, I don't I don't check cuz I don't really check. Uh, that, that. Wow,
3: why even give out the email? Well, you're it's not gonna more che- like I
0: check it once uh, or twice a week. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, you got to send save. him an
2: email uh, for the next time. You're yeah, not with to- us so that you can let us know how we did and see yeah. what happens.
0: We've long met our um, we've long met our quota. Quota for September. So uh, hopefully next week we can start to get in the October stuff. We'll try and do thing uh, a couple of things maybe at least two things in October. Maybe we can go biweekly again at the very least. But in any event, please give us a subscribe, like, or follow on any of the platforms we're on so you can be notified when whenever we do put up something new. And if you have a Spotify account, please check out our Anime Roundtable playlist for a list of music based on things that we've mentioned on this podcast. The theme song is entitled Fubuki Snowstorm by Pico Misaki, which is the title track of her current album. You can check out more of her music at picoinfinity.com or on Facebook at Pico Zen Music. So until next time, hopefully two weeks from now, thanks for listening. Have a good night from Toronto because it's late enough. And join us again for another edition of the Anime Roundtable.